Now, you're listening to the God Chasers Podcast, hosted by the homie Brinson. You God chasing or not? We chase God. We chase God. We chase God. You know what it is when you see us coming. Force in the darkness, they be running. Pray it up, ain't no games, we own something. I chase God. We chase God. I chase God. We chase God. But what? We chase God. I chase God. We chase God. But what? I chase God. I chase God. We chase God. But what? I chase God. You go chasing on that episode 177. You're now in tune to the freshest 30 minutes in podcast land. The God Chases podcast, talking all things Christian hip hop, playing the hottest music, and encouraging those who have a heart for ministry in ministry, entrepreneurs, and kingdom preneurs. This podcast is for you. Make sure you follow me on social media, God Chasers on Instagram. And I am Brinson on Twitter. And if this episode bless you or past episodes have blessed you, go to iTunes and leave a five-star rating. I believe you can leave a five-star rating on Spotify and any other platform. Do the thumbs up. Do the like. Follow God Chases Cinema on YouTube because I'm going to be posting videos of some of these interviews that we have on the podcast so you can see all of the reaction and you know you can get another feel and i want to give a shout out to all my people all around the world for tuning into this podcast praying for us and if you love this content make sure you go to patreon.com backslash god chases where you can give a one-time gift or be a monthly sponsor and guess what we have an incredible interview and i am not gonna wait we're not gonna get into anything else but this interview so sit back relax you got chasing a knob allow me to reintroduce my myself this is god chasers entertainment god chasers entertainment and that heat whoa the heat just keeps coming that's gospel mix too Feel that right there, right there. Let's go. You just a hater. What's with you? You've been drinking some of that hater, eh? Hater, hater, hater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You tuned in to the freshest 30 minutes in podcast land, the God Chases podcast in over a hundred countries. I want to give a shout out to our sponsors this week, facefro.us and the child entrepreneurs, honey cupcake and kinky crowns hair.com. Thank you to all our sponsors and all the people on Patreon. And this week, my two guests are two brothers straight out of the West Coast. You can hear their music on all streaming platforms and on the God Chasing Music playlist. Look, they street theologians. These two brothers, Satan tried to kill in the street. But you know what? My dog said he came out of the street. He said he got an AR in his leg walking like a prosthetic. He, you know, the, the, the brothers that brought you, I came up where they bury men. Strange stuff. Angel dust. No chair film. My brother straight out the West Coast hurt and just messenger. What's cracking, brothers? Hold on, let me unmute y'all. There we go. Boom. Boom. Y'all got to get off mute real quick. What's up with it, man? What are you feeling? Oh, man, we good. Yes, sir. Theologians in this place. So y'all got a new project that's out, Urban 
epistles. And yeah. and everybody that's listening to this uh this podcast, or if you're watching on YouTube, I implore you to go pick this up if you enjoy concrete, uh hardcore Christian Jesus in your face, not apologetic rap, which I'm always a fan of and I'm always gonna push on my platforms. I implore you to go pick this project up. So so the people know. I know y'all on the West Coast, but where are y'all actually from and where y'all reside at right now? Uh, I'm from Riverside, California. Born I'm, in, uh, I'm from South Central, man. South Central LA. Okay, where well, everybody everybody know all the movies in uh South Central. Yeah, man. It's uh some of it, you know, some of it is fictional, some non-fictional, but it, it all depicts some type of situation that, that didn't occur in the city, you know. Word, word. So let's talk about this Urban Epistles project. How did it come? How did it come about? Um, really, we sat down, man, and uh, just a messenger. You know, he said that God put him on a mission to just drop one CHH album, and so he wanted to do it and do it right. And so we wanted to make sure that his album wasn't like a promotional use album. That that we got the most out of his album. So we needed to introduce him as his own man. To uh to to the world, you know what I mean. It's, I was fresh off a project, and I needed to put another project out at the same time. So we killed two birds with one stone and did a joint venture. Okay, so what's the heart behind all of these songs? What's what's the heart when when you when y'all was I don't know if you freestyled some of it or if y'all wrote it when y'all sat down went over beats. What was the main thing God was putting on your heart? I think the main thing was uh, how to capture, for one, make it so universal, you know, that that we can capture our peers, those younger than us, those older than us, you know, in the church and the streets and the suburbs, anywhere, you know. So we went at it with that angle. We wanted to make sure it was biblically uh, correct, you know, uh, in the sense where we're not just trying to put words together that rhyme and come up with dope songs. We was making sure, like, look, it's it's it's, it's biblical, biblically correct. We got bars, it's truth, and at the same time, it may challenge what you thought was once real, you know, coming against that spirit of religion, breaking all that, you know, the traditions that, that kept us bound. I'm talking about us meaning the body of Christ, yeah. you know, and really uh not only that, making it to where people can really rock with it and understand it, man. And we we basically just did us. We didn't really have no like, you know, an intention, like we're gonna do this, make this kind of song, that kind of song. We literally would, you know, hurt with select beats, I would pick beats. And we would sit in the studio. We would have two, three hour conversations about the word of God or, you know, her to be like, bro, God just gave me a revelation. And most of the revelations that God was giving us during this process was birth in these songs. So it's real revelation. Like we would sit in the studio before we even record, bro. We'd be talking for three, four hours, just just talking about, you know, what between me, her and the engineer and whoever else was there, you know, that we invited. It would be deep conversations about you know biblical like stuff in the bible man new testament old testament church the body of christ religion like and then we will record from that place you know what i mean so it was all real man and i think that's what people are receiving from it like this is something different you know not saying we better than anything that's been out there but truly when i listen to it i get fed you know what i mean and it's rarely yeah. that I listen to my own music but it's a bigger spirit behind it so i can listen and be like wow it speaks to me you know what i mean so I think we, we went in it. We went at it with that, you know, even the whole concept of the urban epistle, you know, urban meaning community, metropolis area, the culture, you know, epistles, the scripture, you know, it's modern day scriptures influenced by God, 
written by the man of God for the people of God. You know, that's I, you 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 said something that um got me thinking, like community, right? So, what type of like this is this? I might be wrong. This is your first Christian rap album, right? Uh, I, I did a few mixtapes just throughout my church and you know the community that I passed out and would give out when I go to conferences and stuff but as far as really a real project you know that that's been put out and that done the right way you know not no pre-production but this is the first project I was featured on Hertz Project uh, but this is my first you know of course it's a joint venture but it's still the first for me right yes sir and Hurt, this is like your what fourth fifth second second (laughs) okay so when I when I was going through your discography, right, and seeing all the features, I said this brother on everybody album. I better put him on one of mine. This brother everywhere. Yeah, I did. I did a lot of features, man. I actually not necessarily built my name, but put myself out there on a lot of features. Um, I dropped my first project, Heaven on Earth, in 2019, and then we came back in 2020, almost a year to the day later, and dropped Urban Epistle. There we go. There we go. So y'all on the West Coast. I'm in the South. You know what I'm saying? I came up on a lot of West Coast music and, and Southern music. And like when I used to listen to old NWA, Spice One, CMW, King T, all them. When I when I used to listen to them, right? I, it, me being in the South and we never had a gang culture. Right, so like our, our code was based on respect. Right, you disrespect somebody, you got problems. And when I used to watch the movies that would come out of L.A. and just you know what I'm saying, hearing West Side Connection, uh, Gorillas in the Mist, all all this stuff. Right, yeah. And I never understood what would make a man or the youth getting grafted in the gang culture and I know it's a spirit one I know it's a spirit it's a spirit it's a spirit of murder you see vengeance in the spirit in you in your when you explain it to people and you try to prevent the youth of getting engrafted in that like how one question how did it how does it come to pass in your eyes and then the second question is as far as ministries goes, because I know you guys talked to pastors and ministries, how do you instruct the church and help guide them to pull youth out of the culture, out of the gang culture? Well, well gang culture is a uh, it's a secondary issue. It's a response to a bigger problem. Okay, you know what I mean. People getting gangs because of the brokenness that's inside of them. Um, so, like, you attach yourself to something broken because of your brokenness you know what i mean your brokenness attracts something that was broken in you um it's no different than in the south though you know like you said it's built on respect it's just what we build around the rules and regulations you know what i mean it's all still respect but then you add colors you add letters you <laughs> you add numbers <laughs> add hand signals you know what I mean? You add this extra stuff on top of respect. Yeah. So now we find a gang of different reasons of why you have to respect me. You got to respect this name. You got to respect this street. You got to respect this color and these numbers. You got to respect these letters. Like, you know what I mean? But it's still all respects and just a group of people 
with that tribal mentality. Tribal mentality go back to the beginning of time. You yep. know, men, men huddle up, find a name, what they call themselves, and then whatever agenda that they have, they push that agenda in the name of that name. Um, but it just comes from brokenness, man. And as far as like with, with, with other ministries and, and everything, um, it's no real cookie cutter way, man. You really just got to be led by the spirit and you got to just not be scared. Step one. You so, not so, be so when when you instructing these these pastors and everything, you just telling them one not to be scared because it's a lot of pastors and ministries listening to this podcast and they want to know how can they bring the youth out. Is it do they introduce them to a hurt and just messenger? Do they introduce them to a a, a bizzle or, or somebody who been in where they at to help them come out of it? And expose what they being uh, deceived by. Well, I think for one, the the, the pastors got to be, uh, you know, they got to be willing to to step out of the four walls of the church. You know, be willing to really hit the community. You know what I mean, and really get to know the heartbeat of the community that their church is in, and 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 have a relationship with these youth, with the youngsters that's that they pass before they pull up and go into church down the street and around the corner. Do you see them hanging out? They out there, pull up on them. Just get out, talk to them. Hey, brother, what's going on, man? How y'all doing? Meet the needs of the community. You know, like, it's the stigma, especially in, in the community where I come from, where, you know, the pastors, you know, they don't, they just pull up and they Cadillacs and they go into church and they don't really get out and, and, and mingle with the brothers in the community. They're not pulling up to the mother's house when her son laid out on the on the ground outside as pillars in the community, ambassadors really pulling up and 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 being there, you know, as as just take the pastor hat off, being there as a leader, you know, leadership, uh just being there as uh the the community knowing it's somewhere we can go where it's not just a Sunday service thing or a Wednesday night service. But in the wee wee hours of the night, somebody they can call or, you know, or just on them days where it's hard or when they may need groceries. I think it's the relationship that uh, the pastors is, is lacking in most communities, you know, and I'm, I'm not saying in the whole because there's pastors that's out there doing that. I know some, you know, but for the most part, especially in my community where I'm at, there's a lack in that, you know, so there's a gap in between them reaching the youth. If you walk in these churches, everybody in there, 40, 50, 60 years old. And they in there with babies. They they babysitting the the, the 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 generation that's missing kids. So you got babies in there that's four, five, six, seven years old, and then seniors. You know what I mean? So it's a whole generation or two missing because of there's the relationship ain't there. You know, and most of those was pushed out of the church because of the sin that they carry. You know, the women that's dressing promiscuous and get judged by the church, they were pushed out and not received in love. So that's a big issue too. You know, I seen a lot of that where people like, oh man, as soon as I go to the church, they judging me, looking at me crazy and going off the outer appearance instead of receiving these brothers and sisters in the streets with love, letting them know like, look, I was where you were. I was right where you are. And mm. God met me where I was at. So it's my duty to walk in this image and meet you right where you are. You know, and that's what we do, bro. We hit the streets where people won't go. Isaiah 6, 8, Lord said, who will go be a messenger for the people? Send me, Lord, I'll go. Which means I'm going to go, man. But, and we don't move in fear. We're cautious. We use wisdom. But ain't no fear, man. Like my my, my job in my personal life, I'm a gang intervention. I, I do gang intervention. Mm. You know, so I'm, I'm in the hood every day, man. My phone is alerting all day with shootings. And some of them I can pull up to. Some of them I can't. But that's my profession outside of the ministry. But they both go hand in hand. 
you know, and uh, in the community where I used to gang bang, I do gang intervention and gang prevention, you know, and counseling. And, and I do that. And it's a, a blessing and an honor to be able to get out there and do that, you know. You you are tuned into the God Chases podcast. You just heard words from just a messenger, and we talking to to hurt. And right now, if you're listening, I'm gonna just throw this out there. Hit up Cash App Dollar Sign Hurt R P H. Now you just said something, brother, and I think it's a blessing of what you just said. You said outside of the ministry, you do another ministry. Yeah. But it's on another level. And I think if you are in ministry, some part of your uh, vocational training and something that you do outside the church needs to be woven into your call for God. So no matter where you go, you still a conduit for the truth. So with that being said, what have you seen that has been effective for ministry pre-COVID during COVID because ministry has changed. People are, are super cautious, not scared. Like, I don't think people should walk in fear. I think people should respect what's happening and walk in wisdom, but still be mindful of what's happening. So uh, this question for both of y'all, what have you seen to be effective that works pre-COVID, during COVID in your ministry? I think it's the same. And to, to add what Justin mentioned, we were just saying, everything is built on relationships, man. Like, you don't, I don't have to have dealt with whatever you going through or whatever you coming out of in order to help you. I just have to have a human relationship with you. If we can build on humanity and then I can offer you the answer to what God says about your situation, that's all it is. So we can build a relationship over the phone. Right now we build a relationship on Zoom. I could pull up to your house. We could meet up at a park. Like everything is based on relationship. When you look at Yeshua, he was he was 10 toes down. <laughs> it was relationship. You know what I mean? And he didn't have the, the, the benefit like we have a technology. So he had to physically be there. And when he couldn't be there, the centurion soldier was like, well, just send your word. Word. I know you can't be there. You know, I'm a man of authority. If I send my word to go down. Word. But he had that relationship with him to even see like, okay, you a general. You know what I mean? Like when you speak stuff, move. I've watched you. I've been in close proximity. I heard about you. And then I came and checked you out myself to see if what I heard was real. Now that I know it's real, I can move off that. And everything is just based on relationship, man. Like he was saying, a lot of a lot of people ain't building relationships with people and we've turned this thing into a list of rules and regulations and if you don't follow these rules and regulations some of them man-made some of them god-ordained i don't even want to build with you so so you 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 mainly talking about making disciples that's the key now see now we're gonna get into some theology man like (laughs) now we're gonna get into some theology now because like the thing about making disciples is who are you making a disciple of? All of the disciples became apostles and they were disciples of an apostle. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. he told the mm-hmm. disciples who became apostles to go and make disciples so that everybody can become apostles. You know what I mean? Dudes is out here in the outer court, don't know nothing about what God talking about, ain't close to the spirit, ain't moving to no authority, still sinning on the low and doing stuff, hiding it from the pastor making disciples, but you making disciples of Satan in the name of Yeshua. 
facts, 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 and more mm. facts. And with Man. that, and with, and with that being said, we got we gonna switch to what you learn doing CHH, right? So it's a lot. It's a lot of new artists. What is the thing that you wish somebody put you on about doing this type of ministry? That if somebody was coming up after you, which they are, that you say, "Yo, if I knew this, I would have been. I wouldn't have got hurt in this way. I would have been able to move financially in this way." I shouldn't have took this type of advice and I wouldn't have seen it. Whatever the game is that if, if a new artist came up to you, you're like, hey, put your trust in God and what? Um, I'm going to make mine quick and I'll let Justin Messenger give, give you a long version here. Everybody <laughs> who they say they are, man. It's a lot of fake dudes out here. It's a lot of fake dudes out here and if your foundation ain't stable, that's going to mess up your relationship with God. You know, you get behind the wizard. You get behind the curtain, and you see the Wizard of Oz. You're like, man, it's you. You the dude who said all this, like, yeah, man. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you know, for one. Hold on, wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, time out. You want to simmer on that one? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't get. Listen, this is my podcast and all that, but I don't get to say that a lot. I don't get people don't. I don't get the I don't I've been doing this a minute. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I, I, I didn't have concerts with everybody, you know what I'm saying? And and so you know. Mm, so you know, yeah, mm, you know. Yeah. The the, yeah. the, the, the backstage. That green room will tell on you. The green room. I don't go in green rooms. Heard it tell <laughs> I don't even do it. I, I just, you know, I'm gonna be at the altar. Or supporting whoever in the in the congregation, I don't do green rooms, man. I don't, I don't all that. I've been I've been let down, you know. But again, and it's not to take a shot. It's just what it is. You know it, what I it mean? It is and what it is. It is what it is, dudes, man. Dudes ain't, you know, who they say they are. Dudes ain't, you know. And and the, the conversation when you get to talking about just you know um, the things of God, you know, you can tell when the brother be in his word. You can tell when the brother on meat and when the brother just still on milk. You 10, 12, 15 years in and you still on milk. Come on, man. Like I, the stuff they told you. Let's go. It ain't real. Come Let's on. Go. It ain't Let's God. Go. Let's go. It ain't real. We pulling you over. Come on, man. For real. Let's but, go. And look, the whole thing is it's a learning experience, man. It's a learn. It was a learning experience for me to be like, OK, this ain't no different than secular hip hop with a studio gangster. You know, yeah. you, you run into dudes because I've been in secular rap. And I've been one of the dudes like doing shows in LA in the LA circuit on the Seagram Gen live tour with, with dudes like E40 and, and DJ Quick. Like I was that young pup. I was on 106 in Park. I did Freestyle Friday. So I seen a lot of stuff, man. And when you see dudes that, that talk a certain way on their records, but then when you meet them, they not that dude. You know, and it's like, wow, like, you know, this is just what they be talking about. Dudes are studio gangsters. And you know, for whatever reason they do what they do. I ain't knocking them. I just know I ain't with that, you know, but then when you come over here and it's like you run into dudes and you hear their music, they gospel music. But then when you meet them and you hear their conversation and it's like, wait, you ain't so. So you ain't a minister who rap. You just a rapper. You know what I mean? You just a rapper who, who using you. You're trying to build your kingdom and your shoe name. 
Instead of increasing and building his kingdom, you're trying to build your kingdom, but in his name. You know, and it's like, come on, man. Like, you get dudes that they hold every phrase, everything they say when you present something to them is, well, what's in it for me? What I'm going to get out of it? It's dudes that always present that type of conversation when we coming together for ministry to go to a community and heal and help. And, and well, what I'm going to get out of it? Well, what's in it for me? How much I'm going to get? Like, come on, bro. Like, and I know everybody got to eat, but that shouldn't be the main thing. The first thing come out your mouth. Let's go do this work. And then at the end of the day, if we break bread, we break bread. If not, we break even. If not, God got us. We good. You know, but what I'm going to get out of that's, it? What's in it for me? Bro, that's a, that from, from my experience, that's such a hard issue. And people need to be transformed. So, yes, 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 yes. And... Man, I wish I had two hours with y'all. Boy, look. <laughs> Boy, look. Yeah. Boy, look. So we, before 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 we wrap up, I got eggs. And, and I don't know if, if just a messenger ready for this question. Your favorite 16 from Urban Epistle is what? Man, he said your name, man. He said your name. Oh, you next, uh, <laughs> man. You know what? It'll be a uh, hurt verse on Hallelujah. No, 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 no. Your favorite of yours? Oh, of mine. And here I am taking the humble route. Okay, give me a second. <laughs> Uh, Why he thinking hurt with, urban with, with, with it's, 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 it's urban epistle, man. It's urban all right, epistle. Urban epistle. Hurt. Hear what they one? say. Yeshua was the way. Okay. Hey, he even made Muhammad Ali from clay. Cashes. Not an issue. When we get bread, we take it back to the block. Outreach on the turf, boy. We on corners like Jack in the Box. Come on, we preaching the truth, mm. and we reaching to you. Uh, you push record. I'm a preaching the booth. That's the least I can do. Listen, I ain't got a bunch of heroes. I only got one, and heroes. Ah! I'm gonna leave it at there. But there was, you know, you know that on that uh, the title track, Urban Epistle, man, that'll be my favorite one right there. Hurt, you ain't got to spit it. You got to tell me though. Oh man, it depends on the day, man. Like, come on, man, I need one. Like my my initial response would be what he said that uh. My verse on Hallelujah. Okay, but it's not like a, it, for me. That's just my favorite song on the project, just because it's worship rap. But like, I'm tempted also to say my verse on It Ain't Real, not Concrete. It, concrete. Everybody love Concrete. Come on, man. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on. Shout out to my homeboy Ready Rider who put me on the herd and just messenger. Ready Rider, you know, we know. Go ahead. Shout Look, out Ready Rider. I honestly feel on concrete that my verse wasn't dope enough. I feel like I, I, I didn't do it justice. I be telling Justin Messenger all that all the time. Like, like man, I feel like I could have did better. I'm real critical of myself. Um, yeah. But I would probably say it ain't real, though, man. My verse on okay. it ain't real just because of it's super theology. And it, it's really breaking down some stuff that, uh, that people don't want to hear. How people can get in contact with y'all social media-wise. 
Uh, for me, it's uh, H-U-R-T underscore R-P-H. Our YouTube channel is YouTube.com backslash R-P-H experience. You want to find anything on us on YouTube, it's R-P-H experience. There it is. R-P-H experience. Just a messenger. J-U-S-T-A messenger one. All connected. There it is. There it is. Listen, thank y'all brothers for being here. You listening to the God Chasers podcast. We in over a hundred countries. You God chasing it now. Uh-huh. Who said K-Drama and Mike LV couldn't come together and bring the people what they want? There's always two sides. So make sure you realize it's God first, God last, and God always. Ain't getting younger, yeah, I'm getting better Won't let him, got his blessing, my endeavors But I feel the pressure So much pain, I endure, trying to hold it all together It's a challenge, trying to earn a living Through the art of pinning with a feather letters Been ran out of timeouts, ain't trying to pull a Chris Webber Still, think I rap like a Zone 9 I appreciate all the old times But they're acting like the referees penalizing me Moving back the goal line, can't sweat that Cause it's gold time, been chiseling at this gold mine I praise God through providence And I praise God through the slow times Daily I look up to heaven, gotta get the lesson before the blessing Everything can't be finesse, so I'm pressing, gotta get my reps in Some seasons feel depressing, but in these sessions Feel his presence, eyes on the prize where I'm headed So, refreshing on the other side, telling many don't make it But you gotta get over that heartache, too much on the line for the taking I was raised on the many years, gained so challenges, I'm embracing And no matter what I'm facing, just say it If I'm going in, I'm going all the way Opposition's in my face, got move it out the way I can stay where I'm at, keep going It don't matter how hard it get the towel, I'll never throw in I will never quit, gotta get to the other side Won't quit, gotta get to the other side I will never quit, gotta get to the other side To the other side, to the other side of the blessing Morning, brush my teeth and wake the babies up. What? Potty training, little man. I'm hoping he amazes us. And on his own, he waking up. Grab a stool, place his butt up on the seat and spread up a number two to change it up. Pull to grab the grease and brush her hair before mama do. Grab the lotion, rub it in, or maybe try to honor. Ooh, something that the wifey occupied and I'm responsible for. Like gassing up and clocking in the nine to five or two. Yeah. I know it's wishful thinking, homie, but the metaphor is training up a child. And when you do it, Know they better for it Let them know you love them So I see grace You better show it Be a sign of peace for them Homie like you met a Taurus And sometimes A hard head will make a soft behind But it's a lesson I'm confessing Had to seek the cross to find I'm trying to drop a jewel You ain't gotta drop a dime It's different looking through your papa's eyes Godchasers.com baby Make sure you subscribe To the Godchasers podcast